0: following program, make it a pre-recorded
1: material. Hello, my friends. I'd like you to play, Sean, Joe Biden when he was vice president. He said, well, one of the SARS, which one was it? Swine flu? Do we have that recording there?
0: I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now.
1: We have a hypochondriac for president. A wimp. He wouldn't have gone into any confined place during the swine flu. I kept that recording, never imagining that such an incompetent crook would be president. And I simply kept it as an example of cowardice in leadership positions, of of pathetic fear taking over a man. If this stands, what this president did yesterday, if this stands legally, it is very difficult to see America remaining a free country. President of the United States can tell nearly half this country you must get a vaccination. What if the president of the United States said, "If any of your workers has an abortion, you must fire them." People who are anti-abortion are is are more convinced that life will be taken than. People who are even pro-vaccination. They they fear that people will lose lives if some people are not vaccinated. But in the case of abortion, people know that a life is taken. Everybody knows that, except for people on the left who lie to themselves. I'm not even talking about the legality of abortion. I'm simply talking about, what, what if what if a president on the other side said that? a worker who has killed a baby in the womb cannot work for you. It sounds bizarre because it it is bizarre, but it's never bizarre on the left. Nothing is bizarre. Only, the only bizarre things are on the right. And by the way, I acknowledge it sounds bizarre, and I certainly wouldn't be for such a law. But I'm giving you an example from the right which would be regarded as an unprecedented assault on liberty. And By the way, to a certain extent, it would be true. The amazing thing, among the amazing things, there are two outstandingly amazing things aside from the freedom issue. One is, if you're vaccinated, why the hell do you care if I am? that means you have such little faith in the vaccine that it is bizarre that you would push it okay that's that's the most obvious problem with uh, with the vaccine with the with this type of mandate that the you want it done even if it's even when you believe that it doesn't work then there is the issue of those who had covid why would anybody who has the best possible immunity natural immunity be forced to take a vaccination and then to claim you you have science now there are many other issues forcing children to take it is uh, child abuse pure unadulterated child abuse i want to um read to you listen to this from israel one of the most two or three most va- vaccinated countries in the world Israel confirmed cases July fourth to July thirty-first. Okay, that's this this summer. It's gonna blow your mind. Ages twenty to twenty-nine, fully vaccinated. Who got confirmed cases? You with me? I'll I'll read it to you. I best it's best to read it to you in percentages. The clearest. What percentage of fully vaccinated Israelis, 20 to 29 have confirmed ca- cases of COVID, 77.2. Percentage of population that's fully vaccinated is 71.9. Percentage of cases fully vaccinated that have COVID, 30 to 39, 78.3. 40 to 49, 83.9. 50 to 59, 86%. 60 to 69, 92%. 70 to 79, 93%. percent not that something? Of confirmed cases in Israel with COVID. That's the percentage of fully vaccinated. And by the way, just for the record, like in the, let's say, the 70 to 79 age group, 92.8% of Israelis of that age group are vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Piece in the Intelligencer, that's New York Magazine. It's not a right-wing source. Did you see this? Is the second shot giving young men a dangerous heart condition? What date is it? June 2. Yeah, I, mean, I think we reported it at the time. An official Israeli report. Found a striking correlation between COVID 19 mRNA vaccinations and a spike in cases of a heart inflammation condition in young males, which appears likely to lead the country to revisit its recommendation that children receive two doses of the vaccine. The report found over 110 cases of myocarditis around the time of vaccination, 95 of which occurred following the second of Pfizer's two dose regimen. This translates to a rate of roughly 1 in 50,000. However, most of the people who developed the heart condition were young men, with a particularly high incidence for those aged 16 to 24, putting their rate at around 1 in 5,000. These findings raise the likelihood of a causal link between the vaccine and myocarditis, states the report. This is in the most vaccinated country in the West that this report has come out. This is the most pro-vaccine country we know of. The findings raise the likelihood of a causal link between the vaccine and myocarditis, states the report presented by a committee that was appointed by the country's health ministry to investigate a possible connection between myocarditis and the vaccines. A detailed analysis at Hadassah Medical Center, which is Israel's most prestigious medical center, a major hospital serving the greater Jerusalem area, Jerusalem area, found that cases of myocarditis at the facility were 5 to 25 times the normal number over the same time span in f- previous years. Dror Merevach, the head of internal medicine and the COVID-19 ward at Hadassah, told Intelligencer. This potentially puts the state, the rate, as high as 1 in 3,000 to 1 in 6,000 vaccinated young men, he said. Mivorach, who who also headed the National Committee to Investigate the Myocarditis Link, said that over a span of three months, the hospital saw 20 cases of myocarditis when it typically sees four. 19 of the 20 cases were young males age 16 to 30. 18 of the 20 cases presented within four days of the second vaccine dose. The patients all had chest pain or difficulty breathing, ruling out that the condition was asymptomatic and caught inadvertently by general tests. Only two patients of the 20 had evidence of past infection, eliminating any correlation with COVID-19 itself rather than the vaccine. Mavorach, the Israeli physician, suggested that it's possible his committee found a seemingly definitive link, while the U.S. has not because Israel is a small country And it's easier within their system to find a signal faster. He predicts the CDC will change its assessment. I don't believe so, because the CDC is not a truth-telling organization. We'll be back in a moment. one a Prager 776. 800 The lies that pervade our society from the left are going to kill it, or can kill it. Let's put it that way. I don't make any predictions. United Airlines has gone full uh, bore on this. Every, uh, every employee must be vaccinated or they go on unpaid leave. So what if uh, a third of their pilots say, "Okay, I'm going on unpaid leave"? What's United going to do? Well, I guess they already have it. They'll they'll just have more women and minorities as pilots. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Does United? Doesn't work that way in your vision of excellence and safety. I think that United Airlines is less committed to safety than other airlines and I'm united high level, I'm some silver, gold, platinum level, whatever it's called. They admitted it. They are not choosing people to be pilots based on competence, but based on race and gender. They said it. Half of their places will be for women and minorities, for pilots. That means we are not choosing people based on competence. So you're, you're going to fly United at your risk. And if you want to support, I, I, look, I'm not saying I'm boycotting. I can't help it. I fly, I fly constantly. If I fly from L.A. to Houston, it's either United or a helicopter. I mean, it's pretty much the way it works. But I will try to avoid a United. And those of you who have a choice, it's a thought. It's less safe. Safety is Americans' religion. Way, way, way ahead of Christianity or Judaism. For even most Christians and Jews. Let alone for the nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, in our society. Right? Right. We are uh, experiencing an unprecedented assault on liberty for no good reason once again if you're vaccinated why the hell do you care if i am and if you and why are you pushing people who had covid and children into this now i don't claim that uh, what is it myocarditis yeah i don't claim that this is a common result in young men but it's happening in a greater much greater rate than before, and only among those who get a second vaccine. So, since the chances of these eight young, healthy males dying of COVID is so minuscule, why would you? Why would you do it? And all and their long-term effects. I don't know. Or claim there are. I don't know. Are they going to mandate a booster? What about a second booster? Oh, but this wimp is going to tell airports that if you don't walk in an airport with a mask, the fines will be doubled. Nothing would bring me greater joy than to see Millions of Americans not wear masks at airports. It's a farce. Most people know it's a farce, but a lot of people don't. I wonder what percentage of Americans think it matters if you wear a completely permeable mask, which is what 99% of Americans wear. The ability to scare people is astonishing. Scare people into complete irrationality. I want to know, I want you to know, I am proud of the Republican Party. I want, I want to read to you from the Daily Mail some of the reactions of Republicans. Republicans nationwide are tearing into President Joe Biden after he announced he'd use an emergency order to force businesses with 100 or more employees to mandate vaccines or weekly COVID testing. Forcing this and coercing people I don't think is the right decision. I'd imagine that you're going to see a lot of activity in the courts if they try to do that through an executive action, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said during a press conference. Arizona Representative Andy Biggs revealed he would try to block the measure in Congress. I will be introducing legislation to block the egregious assault on Americans' freedom and liberty, he wrote on Twitter. We must fight against these attempts to force vaccine mandates on the American people. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem appeared to threaten legal action against the Biden administration on Twitter. She was joined by fellow Republican Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, who wrote, I will pursue every legal option available to the state of Georgia to stop this blatantly unlawful overreach by the Biden administration. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, also a Republican, released a statement criticizing Biden over the announcement. President Biden's dictatorial approach is wrong, un American, and will do far more harm than good. How many workers will be displaced? How many kids kept out of classrooms? How many businesses fined? Ducey wrote Thursday. Senator Ben Sass, it's a pleasure to report something positive about Senator Sass, released a scathing statement which read, and I say that because I To my great sadness, because I've I've met him, uh, he was sort of a never-Trumper and for, for reasons that I think are completely irrational. Anyway, President Biden, he wrote, is so desperate to distract from his shameful, incompetent Afghanistan exit that he is saying crazy things and pushing constitutionally flawed executive orders. This is a cynical attempt to pick a fight and distract from the president's morally disgraceful decision to leave Afghanistan behind Taliban lines on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. This isn't how you beat COVID, but it is how you run a distraction campaign. It's gross, and the American people shouldn't fall for it. Bless you, Ben Sass. Republican Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky blasted Biden's order as unconstitutional. OSHA has no more authority to enforce this than CDC had to issue the eviction moratorium. Correct. 1-8 Prager 776. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. I have Larry Elder on the phone. Larry Elder is running for governor of California, and he will be the governor if the people of California vote to recall Gavin Newsom. And... uh, The thought that Gavin Newsom is governor to begin with is painful to me because he's so incompetent. Nevertheless, Larry Elder, I hear that the energy at your rallies, of course, I spoke at one of them, but uh, you've got really big rallies, that the energy is analogous to a Trump
2: energy. I think that's right. Uh, Dennis, I have been overwhelmed by the enthusiasm. Men coming up to me crying, saying, thank you for saving california thank you for doing something about the crime thank you for doing something about the rise of homelessness thank you for doing something about the way this man shut down the state to the point dennis where a third of all small businesses are now gone forever many of which were owned by black and brown and asian american people i only mention their race because people like gavin Newsom pride themselves on caring about people like that uh... and then i hear from women who are telling me Finally, I'm going to be able to have a choice. I can take my kid out of an underperforming government school uh, and put him into a private school or a charter school or a private school or homeschooling. This is the kind of stuff that I'm hearing. And, Dennis, I never, ever imagined that there would be this kind of reception to my entering this race.
1: I know. I know you didn't. Well, because you're you're just you're not an arrogant man to begin with. So I I have no doubt that this has taken you by surprise and and well-deserved, by the way. The smear campaign against you, which is something I am used to reading about, about anybody who was an effective conservative, I'll give an example, aside from, you know, the black face of white supremacy, which uh, should have rendered the author uh, fired by the Los Angeles Times. But uh, uh, an example, I think, I don't know if it was the New York Times or or wherever, that uh, you uh, don't believe there is racism in, in America.
2: Yeah, well, you know, of course, I, I've never said anything. Of like course that.
1: not. What, of what course not.
2: Is, is what I've challenged this business about whether there's systemic racism, right? Uh, the idea that the police are pulling black people over and, and using deadly force against black people just because they're black—that's been re after study. It's nonsense. It's what the left does to divide America to scare black people because they've convinced I a mean, a large number of black people, Dennis. Uh, that uh, social justice is is the primary issue in America, not quality of schools, not crime, not whether or not you're able to get a job. Uh, And so they do this because they want to try and get that monolithic black vote without which they cannot survive at the presidential level.
1: That's That's exactly what they're trying to do. What do you feel the reaction among blacks is in California?
2: Well, um, you know, a lot of blacks have been indoctrinated that anybody black has an R at the end of his name, is a sellout, is an Uncle Tom. And I've talked to black reporters, and I said, are you happy about the fact that 75% of black boys in our government schools cannot read uh, at state levels of proficiency, and the math scores are even worse? Are you happy about the crime? Crime up dramatically in Los Angeles, where you and I live, Dennis. Uh, it's up 41%, and I'm talking about uh, shootings and homicides. Uh, and uh, are you happy about the fact that half of all the Uh, uh, murder victims in America are black uh, and uh, they're almost always killed by other black people are you happy about all of this are you happy about the breakdown of the black family to the point where 70% of black children enter the world without a father married to the mother are you happy about all these kinds of things these are the kinds of things I'm talking about these are the kinds of things we ought to be addressing and I'm a sellout I'm an Uncle Tom I'm the black face of white supremacy I say connect the dots you're being manipulated you're being used you're being betrayed
1: God bless you Did you happen to see the Washington Post, so to speak, fact-check on you?
2: The Washington Post about? Fact-check.
1: Their fact-checker at the Washington Post.
2: No, I didn't see it.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, I I, I might be reading more about you than you are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it may well well be the case. And... uh, they gave you four pinocchios. I read the entire piece. It, it is the liar, not you. You say seventy percent of black kids do not enter the world with with a married mother and father, correct correct correct. So they said that's a lie, and they but their their data had nothing to do with what you claimed. i'd love you to see it It, it will give you an example. Of how the Washington Post manipulates truth in the name of fact checking.
2: Well, Dennis, again, I'm I'm used to this. Let me give you another one. All right, I hold on.
1: I want you to give me another one, Larry. But I gotta. I, you, okay. You, you have a, okay. You have a background in radio. <laughs> So, you could sympathize.
0: The Dennis Prager
1: Show. There's a reason Gun Owners of America is known as the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. From lobbying in the halls of Congress and the executive branch to battling in the courts, wherever your Second Amendment rights are being infringed, GOA and their grassroots army are there. GOA has never compromised on the Second Amendment in its 45-year history. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. GOA has a special offer for my listeners and a free gift. It's up to us to protect the Second Amendment. Please visit gunowners.org, gunowners.org forward slash Prager, to join in this important battle for liberty. That's gunowners.org forward slash Prager. Well, Larry Elder, and I was telling him about the Washington Post series of lies about him in their supposed fact checker, the Washington Post desecrates the word journalism so larry you were going to te- give me an example when we have to take a break
2: yeah speaking of journalism you know dennis uh, one of the many allegations made against me is that i dislike women because of an article that i wrote 21 years ago where i was quoting a study by the annenberg school of journalism and i was quoting a left-wing professor uh and and uh, there was an allegation made against me uh, that i denied that i engaged in domestic violence but the stories ran with it the, Political ran with it, CNN ran with it, there was headlines for several days. Now, just yesterday, Dennis, Rose McGowan, the actress who says her career was destroyed because she refused to sleep with Harvey Weinstein and is largely responsible for why Harvey Weinstein is facing several rape charges, just yesterday she said that Gavin Newsom's wife called her six months before the story blew up on behalf of Harvey Weinstein's lawyer and said, how can we make this story go away? Now, Dennis, I don't know whether it's true or false, but you know, you know my girlfriend, Nina. Imagine if somebody alleged that Nina called Rose McGowan six months before the Harvey Weinstein blew up, called on behalf of Harvey Weinstein's lawyer, and said, quote, how can we make this story go away? It'd be the front page everywhere. It'd be on political, It would be on CNN. And we know political has the story. They've written not one word about it. The that's only right. outlet that's written about this is real, clear politics. Now, again, I'm not sure whether or not it's true, but it would be a bombshell if true if Gavin Newsom's wife called Rose McGowan six months before this story blew up on behalf of Harvey Weinstein's lawyer and said, how can we make this story go away? That's all they'd be talking about. That's all I would be talking about between now and the election day, Dennis, but uh, a tree fell in the forest and didn't make a sound. This is the kind of double standard that I've been putting up with ever since I've been running.
1: By the way, your comments... Again, I follow it all. Your comments about women, as you point out, you were citing a study that women on, on a knowledge test of current affairs knew less on average than men. Now, Correct. so for that, you have been attacked as a misogynist, the, which right. is evil. The attack is vile. Listen to this. Again, uh, I have more time to do research than you who constantly on the road. Governor Newsom, this is from Red State yesterday. Governor Newsom recently gave a virtue signaling speech in which he lavished praise on women for being better than men at everything. Quote, "Women are smarter in politics, smarter in civics, they're smarter in economics, women rule." Now, I don't care if he says that, but why isn't he a male hater? What if a what if a man had said or a woman Men are smarter in politics, smarter in civics, smarter in economics. Men rule. That would be the end of the person's career. So you can say anything about men and
2: nothing about women. Well, it's also condescending. I mean, the average IQ of a man is 100. The average IQ of a woman is 100. He's pandering. Uh, he's pushing the narrative that Larry hates women. On the other hand, I love women. I adore women, says Gavin Newsom. In fact, I think women are superior to men. Why shouldn't he resign then and appoint a female to take his job? I'll give you another a double standard, Dennis. Uh, front page article in the New York Times, all about me. All of it is negative. Never once mentioning my race. Never once mentioning that I would be the first black governor of California. Now, Dennis, you know me. I've never made a big deal out of this. I've no one people to vote for me because I'm black or against me because I'm black. And frankly, after we've had a black president, as far as I'm concerned, everything else is anticlimactic. But on the very same newspaper, front page, across the page, is a big article about, quote, the first female governor of New York a woman who became governor only because Cuomo resigned. She didn't even run and get elected. But that was a big deal because she had a D at the end of her name, I have an R at the end of my name, and I'm no longer black.
1: That's exactly right. So, you know, I like the big questions. So, your experience with the media, has that confirmed what you believed prior, or have you learned anything new?
2: No, it just confirmed it. I knew it was going to be nasty. I knew it was going to be vicious. And the degree of viciousness corresponds with how effective I am as a politician and the likelihood that I'm going to win. And I knew that once I scared them, once I break this this tie that they have over black and brown voters, largely because of the issue of school choice, I knew they were going to come at me with a vengeance. So nothing has surprised me, absolutely nothing. And people have asked me, do I regret uh, running? Not one moment, Dennis, not one moment. I believe I can do something about the crime. I can do something about homelessness. I can do something about the decline of the quality of education. I can do better forest management. I can stop these rolling brownouts. I believe I have ideas, and I've met experts up and down the state, who I'm going to appoint in powerful position, and I'm going to turn this date around, and it's every bit worth it.
1: Bless your soul. So I want to remind everybody in California that we have until Tuesday to vote on the recall. That's the key because everybody knows that if Gavin Newsom is recalled, Larry Elder would be governor. So the key is to vote yes on the recall. It is one of the most important votes in modern American history. And what about, uh, what about helping you out financially? Is it still uh, important?
2: Oh, still very important. He's raised about $75 million. Most people believe he's going to spend about $100 million from the usual suspects, the teachers' unions, the public sector unions, Hollywood and big tech. And, and uh Barack Obama just cut a commercial for him. Bernie Sanders cut a commercial for him. Senator Warren did. And Dennis, notice in any of those commercials, you never heard the following words. Gavin Newsom has done a good job right. for the people of California. I, exactly you've right. you never heard that. Yes. You hear it's a takeover, but you've never heard Gavin Newsom has done a good job for the people of California. So please go to electelder.com, throw a little something in the tip jar, let's try and make this a fair fight.
1: That's also up. Electelder.com is also connected to com. so... You can easily access it, Larry. I can't tell you. I, I hope. Well, I know you'll take this right. I'm so proud of you. You have no idea. You, you're a, you're a prince.
2: Well, Dennis, thank you for that. And you know, without your support uh, and and pressure, uh, there's a good chance I wouldn't be doing this. Hmm. Uh, but uh, God bless you, Dennis. Uh, you you first approached me and asked me to run, and you know I said no. Uh, you were persistent, as were others, and uh, you convinced me that I can I can turn this state around, and I intend to do just that.
1: God willing.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain Free Studio.
2: Hi, everybody. Dennis
1: Prager here. Steve in Newport Beach, California. Hello.
3: Hey, Dennis. How are you doing?
1: Well, thank you.
3: Hey, thank you very much for taking my call. So um, I have a, a couple questions here for you. The, the, the premise of my call is I'm currently reading uh, your book, The Rational Bible, the book of Genesis, which I find to just be absolutely fascinating. I'm a uh, born and still practicing uh, Presbyterian, um, but reading this book has just been a, a complete eye-opener. just shows you how much how much you don't know. So um, listening to your, your uh, article that you're reading this morning about uh, Israel and the vaccinations, I, it just it, it dawned on me as it has before, like why is it that uh, Israel is so terrified of the coronavirus and Israel being a Jewish country? Um, and you being who you are, I just figured the best person to ask would
1: be you. Why are Jews so terrified of this coronavirus? Why, why, are, why are Jews? Is that what yeah, you said? Like, yeah, why okay, yeah like, why No, 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 every... fine. Okay, it's a fair question. I asked the same question when Israel went uh, uh, over the top under Netanyahu and then under Bennett. My theory was that it's a residue of the Holocaust that... The the idea of a large number of Jews dying again just hit Israelis in a in a very sensitive nerve center. And I don't think that's the only reason. I'm not sure it's even accurate, but that was my first reaction. Another one is Jews are very well educated. Well educated people are more scared than less well educated people. Well-educated people worship experts, truly worship them. And nobody worships doctors more than Jews. I mean, there's an old joke. Mr. and Mrs. uh, uh, Ira Goldman are uh, proud to announce the birth of their son, Dr. David Goldman. Why Why was that a joke? Jokes tell truths. The preoccupation with doctors is a big is a big factor in jewish life. Unfortunately, however, excessive fear is not a monopoly of the jews. Most churches didn't open and and march to the beat of the secular drummer. And of course, vast numbers of secular people generally. And look at Australia, people have accepted totalitarianism and they're not jewish.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio.